T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is 9.34, and as we chug toward the end of the year, time to look back on some of the memorable series finales and the best television of 2022. Joining us on the Quiver River guest line is TV Guide Magazine's Matt Rausch. Good morning, Matt. Good morning. Okay, this we should have like a throwback Thursday sounder or something (laughs) because one of your top picks of the shows this year is from a network, which my kids don't even know what network means. That's how far we've gone into the streaming world, but it's uh, Abbott Elementary. Yeah, and actually they probably would see it on Hulu because in the next day, all of ABC shows go to Hulu the next day, so you can stream it that way. And if you have the right subscription without ads even, which makes it even better. But yeah, I mean, this was like, I, I can't remember the last time, maybe Modern Family or This Is Us, really, more like This Is Us, was probably the last uh, network television show that I put at the top of the list at the year that it premiered. But in January of this year, we had Abbott Elementary to premiere on ABC. It's this wonderful show shot in sort of a modern family mock documentary style set inside an underfunded um, Philadelphia public school uh, where you know, the elementary school teachers are the stars of the show. And they are a very eclectic, funny bunch. Uh, Shirley Ralph won an Emmy um, playing the kindergarten teacher who's been there forever. Quinta Brunson, who created the show and stars in the show, won an Emmy for writing. And it really is just a great ensemble piece. Uh, the humor is very funny, but it's also pointed. It, it really does. Uh, it's about something. It's about people who are, you know, doing something for the greater good, but they are very overwhelmed while trying to do it. And the principal is the most unprincipled character of all. She has no business being in that school. Her name is Ava. She's played by Janelle jones and she's a scream so yeah there's a lot about elementary to like abbott elementary to like and i really like it matt this is the white lotus what was the thing that made you want to dedicate your whole life to activism was it one incident that was especially brutal i I don't understand what do you mean activism yeah black lives matter black lives matter i'm not involved in that you're not oh Yeah, you said BLM. (laughs) Yeah, that's the Bureau of Land Management. (laughs) Jennifer Coolidge. This is getting a lot of buzz. Matt, what do you think? Oh, yeah. Uh, weeks after it went off the air, I'm still, ha- you know, anywhere I go with dinner conversation about television, this always comes up. The White Lotus, HBO season two 
that's just as good as season one. Some people think it was even better. Uh, went from Hawaii to Sicily, and the travelers were just as miserable and just as messed up. And Jennifer Coolidge, the most of them all, uh, she won an Emmy for the first season, and she probably get one for the second as well. It's a really just a, it's an escapist series. Uh, it, it looks amazing. You're going to want to travel to Taormina and Sicily all, uh, immediately. But at the same time, these people are really uh, unhappy. They can't get over themselves, and there's a lot of interpersonal drama with a bit of a satire in there as well about how the rich just are not able to enjoy it. But yeah, but The White Lotus, the second season, was really intricately plotted, and again, as in the first season, you spent the whole time wondering who was going to survive and who wasn't going to survive. No spoilers for those who haven't watched it yet, but it's definitely worth watching. One of the, It's a purely great HBO show. Um, and, and my other favorite streamer out there, because HBO is also HBO Max, is Apple TV+. They do such great work, and they're all about quality, not quantity, so they don't have a lot on the service, but what they do is great. And my number two show for the year was Severance, which was this kind of wild fantasy series about a workplace where you're, you have a surgical chip, and when you go down the elevator to work, you are surgically severed from who you were on the outside. So the outside person doesn't know who they are on the inside at work, and the people inside at work don't really know who they are from the outside. And when the worlds begin to blur, it becomes almost like a conspiracy thriller. Really original series, and of course, originality is harder and harder to find on television. So those are some of my top picks. You know, uh, Severance, I was one of those shows that after I watched it, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And Helly R., the actress who plays her, came to St. Louis to do a month-long run with our Circus Flora, and I totally fangirled because I got to interview her. I was like, it's Helly R., oh my God! She oh, was that's great. wild. <laughs> um, but one other show that you loved that's also a network TV show, so there were two on your list, which is kind of amazing, yeah. is we're going to play a little clip here. What people should be talking about is Isaac and Eddie. Am I being seduced? Yeah. I want it badly, and I want it now. <laughs> Talk about a cast of characters, CBS's Ghosts. Yeah, and it's nice to know the ghosts still can really get it on once they're dead. Uh, so that's really fun. <laughs> but yeah, it's a show about the, uh, the two people who get who inherit a B and B in in Vermont or, or someplace like that, and uh, they, it turns out to be um, inhabited all by ghosts. And the uh, gal in the couple, she has a near death experience, and she can see the ghosts. Her husband can't see the ghosts. No one else can either. But the ghosts have a life of all of their own, and they're always observing the action that's going on in the live world. And what it really reminds me of is a show I grew up with called Bewitched, where the characters are really, they're fantastical, but they're also really theatrical. And each of the characters has a very distinct sensibility. One is a Viking, one is a Revolutionary War guy, one is a 1920s flapper. You've got a hippie, you've got a, a Wall Street jerk who has no pants. And so each of them are individually interesting, but it's also just a really funny show. And when I was putting together the list, I know, you know, that's not the most important show on TV, but it brought me a great deal of pleasure week after week. And every time I get a screener, I have one for next week already. I just can't wait to watch it. It's just a great deal of fun. So yeah, and network TV can still uh, produce hits. Uh, Abbott Elementary and Ghosts are both, both very, very successful ghosts for CBS. And so yeah, uh, network TV isn't entirely dead, but it is on life support many times. Talk about a series that stays with you. We can pay you. Anything you want. I don't want your money. Name your price. You can change your life. You can change anyone's life you want. Except your money's toxic. But it, it won't be ours. It, it'll be yours. Money doesn't know where it came from. Uh, the show that's supposed to take place in Missouri, but of course isn't filmed here because we have no film tax credits. But anyway, Ozark. <laughs> 
Yeah, we had a lot of shows go off the air last year. It was also a really interesting show. That, uh, 2020 was an interesting year for saying goodbye to series that had really given us great entertainment over the last number of years. Ozark on Netflix, definitely one of them. Ended on a very, very dark note, but that show was really dark to begin with. And then you had Better Call Saul on AMC, which uh, gives us the very end of the Breaking Bad universe, all those great seasons of Breaking Bad. And this was the sort of a prequel spinoff all about the character Saul Goodman, who you learned was earlier called Jimmy McGill. And it was this uh, shyster lawyer's journey from sort of innocence to great corruption and then getting his um, sort of comeuppance. And Carol Burnett was the instrument of his downfall in the final episodes. I couldn't believe it. Carol Burnett uh, coming back to television. She was amazing. So that was terrific. The Good Fight, this politically charged show on Paramount Plus also went off the air. But I think in terms, again, going back to network TV, NBC said goodbye after six seasons to This Is Us, the weekly tearjerker about the Pearson family starring one of your local favorites. Favorites, Sterling K. Brown, and, um, and, and it was really moving all the way to the end. It's the kind of show you just don't see almost anywhere, including on network television. So for NBC to give up the ghost on This Is Us, it was a very significant moment. I'm not sure we'll see it's like again. But again, it was quite a significant year for uh, bidding farewell to shows that meant a lot to a lot of people. One more night of television in 2022, New Year's Eve. Uh, a lot of people grew up on Dick Clark, but now you have a lot of options, don't you? You can really jump around. Oh, you really can. Um, uh, you know, CBS does a whole night from Nashville, uh, but but uh, and and Ryan Seacrest has picked up the reins from from Dick Clark. That's still the highest rated show. There seems to be a sense of tradition, and they're all over the place. I mean, the ABC show, the Dick Clark Ryan Seacrest show, goes from Times Square to L.A. to Puerto Rico to Disneyland. So it's all over the map. But you could also watch Miley Cyrus throw a party with her godmother Dolly Parton. That's on NBC. Of course, Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen cut it up on Times Square on CNN. So, yeah, you've got lots and lots of ways to spend the night. If you're not going out, there's lots of ways to enjoy the ball drop as you stay in. All right. And one more thing for you before we let you go. I understand that you are recommending a documentary about, uh, let's see, is it Whitney Houston's aunt? The Whitney Houston docu-movie that's out is getting um, kind of mixed reviews. But um, if we want to see something about Dionne Warwick, you'd be all for that? Yes, I think they were cousins, but, I, cousins. but I'm not 100% sure. But yes, indeed. Uh, yeah, I, I, I feel like I've seen the Whitney Houston movie without even seeing it. Uh, we all lived it, for one thing. But yes, the documentary on CNN, it's going to be on January 1st on Sunday. So there's uh, TV comes right to life. You know, we've had a lot of repeats lately, but uh, TV's coming right back to life as soon as the ball drops. But on CNN on Sunday night, they've got a wonderful documentary on Dionne Warwick called Don't Make Me Over. And it charts her career. She was one of the first crossover artists from R&B to the pop charts with all those great versions. Baccarat songs that she sang, you know, Do You Know the Way to San Jose, all those other ones, Don't Make Me Over. And she was also quite the activist for civil rights and for AIDS research. Um, that's what Friends Are For, which she was very instrumental in, has raised millions and millions of dollars, took no royalties from that, and uh, just has had this incredible career as a style icon, a music icon. Everybody sings her praises, including Snoop Dogg. It's a really good, it's a really good documentary. So if you're looking for something um, to sort of lift your spirits on New Year's Day, uh, if you're not watching all the sports, you can watch Dion Warwick on CNN. You never know where Snoop Dogg's going to pop up. It's always a surprise. <laughs> this <is> true. <laughs> right. yeah, Snoop. yeah, Martha Stewart's best friend, yeah. <laughs> well, Matt Roush, thank you so much for the time. We appreciate it. And Happy New Year. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.